0: Welcome to the Do Life and a Body You Love podcast. I'm Nikki O'Day, and we are going to talk about any and every topic that will get you showing up bigger and bolder in your life. Weight loss, relationships, mindset, it's all on the table. It may not come out real PC, but if you're sick of motivational rah rah talks that don't lead to any real change in your life, then you're in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. What's up, my lovely ladies? Today we're going to talk about the three S's of fat loss. And so, these three S's, they are things that you can either use as an intervention. So you can do these things to help with your weight loss. They can also be used as like a tool to see how well your body is handling your weight loss. Almost think of it as like a gauge or a barometer to see what's going on inside of your body. How your body is responding to your weight loss plan, and to know if we need to rev things up or back off on some things. And so, yes, one of them is sex. And I know that that's why you dirty birds clicked on this because I put it right in the title just so that you would. But the other two are sleep and stress. So these are all related to one another, first of all, just like everything in our body is interconnected, right? So think of these as individual puzzle pieces. And when it comes to fat loss, there's like a million puzzle pieces, which is why I spend so much time asking my my clients a lot of annoying questions and engaging how their body is doing before we make any changes to their plan, because there's just a lot going on. So don't feel like these three things are the only thing that you need to pay attention to, but there are three big ones. And they can really help you out if you start to really tune into these. So I'm going to explain how each one can both be used as an assessment tool and an intervention, and then we'll try to tie it all together, okay? So let's start with sleep. Now, if you've never been a good sleeper, it's not really a great assessment tool for you because your sleep's already crap, right? But let's say your baseline sleep is pretty decent, okay? And all of a sudden you're having a hard time falling asleep. Now, that can be lots of things, right? That could be you have a lot of stress going on. Maybe your nighttime routine has changed. Maybe you added exercise in too late in the evening and that's keeping you rubbed up. Lots of things, okay? So it might not have anything to do with your weight loss. However... If all all other things are equal and you're seriously dieting or you're in a serious calorie deficit from like a ton of exercise or whatever, and now all of a sudden you can't fall asleep or you can't stay asleep, you're waking up at like 3 a.m. and you're just like up for the day, even though you're exhausted, like that could be an indicator that you're going too hard, that you're going too aggressive and your body's not handling it well so there's where that like sleep as a barometer thing kind of comes in and it tells you like it's one little clue that like hey girl you might need to slow your roll right now conversely sleep as an intervention heck yeah if you want to lose weight you get as much sleep as you can i know that sounds counterintuitive everybody thinks you need to be up and hustling and grinding and it's all about activity guess what boo Your muscles are built when you sleep, you tear them down in the gym, you build them up in your bed. When you're resting your immune system replenishes itself. When you're resting your hormonal systems, all of these things do kind of like a reset when we get appropriate amounts of sleep. And so you want all of your body systems functioning appropriately. If you're going to lose weight, right. And When we're sleep deprived or we're exhausted all the time, it actually lowers our inhibitions. So not getting enough sleep can actually make it more difficult for you to stick to your plan just because like if you're tired enough, you're kind of like a little drunk person walking around. I know you guys have heard them talk about, maybe you haven't, maybe this is just because I used to work in trauma nursing, Um, but I would assume everybody has heard that you you shouldn't drive a car while you're exhausted. And they've compared that to drunk driving and like you wouldn't drive drunk. You shouldn't drive uh, exhausted either because you're dangerous to yourself and to other people. Blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what else is hard? Guess what else makes you like a drunk person? Being tired. Go talk to a night shifter. You might be on a diet and be like rocking it out. And then 4 a.m. hits and you're like, I care about nothing but Twinkies and donuts. I'm I'm going to the vending machine, I don't care, right? Because your inhibitions are down because you're exhausted. So, and you're not thinking straight and you don't make good life choices when you're tired. So, there's like so 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 many reasons why you need adequate sleep to burn fat, okay? Now, when I talk about this, this stresses some people out because they try their best to get really good sleep. And sleep is like a unicorn to them. Like people talk about it, but like, where is it? I don't know. Don't stress about it. That's not going to help you sleep more, right? Um, There are some different interventions that you can try. I think I have other episodes about that. Um, But the point is you just want to do the best that you can to rest your body and to get adequate amounts of sleep if you're able to. And if you're a good sleeper and all of a sudden you're not, something's up. Okay, that's a clue something's going on with your body. Okay, so let's move on to stress. So stress is a tricky one. I I think stress is very under talked about in health and in weight loss. I feel like in health, people are starting to talk about it more. Like people recognize that when you're stressed out all the time, you're more likely to have heart disease and all of these things. But I don't see people really discussing this much in like the weight loss space. It's becoming more popular, right? But I think we need to normalize this conversation even more because stress is detrimental to our fat loss. Like if you're go, go, go all the time, you're in that fight or flight, that sympathetic drive, right? Where you're just revved up all the time. Even if you feel like it's like good energy. So like I'm somebody who likes stress, as weird as that sounds. Hi, it's probably why I loved working in an emergency room for years, right? Like I love chaos. I like to try, try to bring order from chaos. It's like a puzzle for me. And I thrive in that environment. It's still a stressor for my body though. If your heart rate's up and you're running around and you're just like zippy all day. um, And then especially if if you're not getting good sleep and now you're like uh, living off of caffeine and that's revving up your body and it's just this big snowball effect, right? So when we're stressed out, it can really put a damper on our fat loss, multiple reasons. So we need to try to manage our stress and you can't eliminate your stress right? There are things that you can do just to, to start to like plan out your life a little bit better. So it's not so stressful. So like if your calendar is a nightmare, you're the one scheduling it. Like stop scheduling so much stuff. That's not always an option. If you have like serious life responsibilities going on, you can't always get rid of those. But if it's like extracurricular stuff and you're just like saying yes to everybody, just start saying no once in a while and tighten up that calendar a little bit and have some downtime, right? But for the most part, we're not going to be able to get rid of life stressors unless we're going to just like move to an island or something. But we can give our body tools to manage that stress and to come down out of that fight or flight response. So even if you're just sitting and deep breathing or you're doing some meditation or you're working out. Or it's just conversations with your husband or a hug. Like hugs are good for you. Music is really great for most people. Music can change your mood and your energy and all of that. So there's like a ton of interventions that you can do to try to change the way that your body is handling the stress in your life. I think a lot of times, when we say stress is bad for your body, people just make the assumption that like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. I have all of these responsibilities and they are stressing me out. Um, so it's it's not changing those stressors. It's changing the way that your body handles it. Does that make sense and make you guys feel like you have a little bit more control of that? Um, okay, so... Now, stress is an intervention. Well, it's almost the wrong way to say that because the intervention is trying not to stress out your body too much. (laughs) If you're already go, go, go. Well, that's not true either because some stressors are good for us, right? So when you exercise hormetic stress, it's putting stress on your muscle, it's tearing it down, and then it builds back up stronger because the muscle's like, oh, if she's gonna keep picking up all this heavy crap, let's make this easier the next time. And it repairs stronger than what it tore down. That is like a hormetic, healthy stress. Can you push that too far? Yes. And now keep in mind that like this whole teeter-totter effect in your body, right? Like a little bit is good. A whole lot might be bad. Like more isn't always Best. It's almost like this Goldilocks effect where you want to find just the right dosage of things. And that is true of like our exercise and our dieting also. It's not, well, if cutting calories makes me lose fat and I want to lose fat faster, then I'm going to cut more calories. That's not good. Then you start to become malnourished and it's a huge stressor on your body and you'll start tearing into muscle and all these weird things start happening. So when it comes to stress, Something that I have my clients do is what I call a stress audit. I think I stole that from Chris Cresser. Pretty sure that's who I learned it from. Smart guy. Um, and we look at like what are all of the stressors that are going on for you, both mentally and physically. So, not getting enough sleep that is a stressor. Being malnourished that is a stressor. Too many processed carbohydrates all throughout the day and your blood sugar is going crazy. That's a stressor. Illness stressor. Injury stressor. Social things. Stressors, crazy schedule. You get the point. So then we're going to add in these stressors of diet and exercise. Well, if we're super stressed out, we better be strategic with how we're applying that added stress. Does that make sense? So it's not to say don't go on a health journey. We can always be improving our health, and that is almost always going to result in a little bit of weight loss. But be very cautious in the way that you're applying drastic measures if you're super stressed out. Okay, we'll get to the fun one. Let's talk about sex because I know that's why y'all click that button. So sex, libido, that's really what we're talking about here. What's your sex drive like? If you've never been interested in having sex, well, that okay, that's who you are, right? But if that all of a sudden changed. Like you used to always want to have sex and now you don't. Yes. Does that diminish as we get older? Naturally. Sure. But like if you were all revved up and then you started some crazy diet or some crazy exercise plan and got really lean or like whatever's going on. And now all of a sudden you have no drive. That's an indicator that your metabolism is not handling what you're doing very well. Your hormones are not handling it and you need to back off a little bit. Um, And then conversely, of course, it's a great intervention. Why? Because it releases stress and it releases all of these endorphins. And like, yes, sex in the appropriate setting, of course, is a very healthy thing for your body. So there was was one time I was coaching one of my clients. She was so, so stressed out. And she's talking about how she's got to get to the gym. She's got to do these things. And I was like, listen, you're canceling the gym tonight. I want you to go home and bang your husband. That's your dietary intervention for the day cancel the gym, go home and bang your husband. Like, because it is actually good for us to have intercourse. If it's safe and it's with a loved one and all of those things, I'm not getting into the whole safe sex talk with you guys. We're all adult women here. Um, but so that's how that can be either an intervention or an assessment. Now, these are just things, like I said, to kind of keep an eye on, keep an eye on them. Like if, Sleep is already bad. Your libido is already low. Okay. It's probably not telling you a whole lot, but if those things were pretty normal and all of a sudden they're not, I mean, if they deviate too far, it can actually be a medical thing. Maybe you should go to a doctor and have some labs checked and all those things. But if it's just like, I'm stressing out my body too much with what I have going on, then it might be time to reevaluate your plan. Or if you're already in that state And you're considering jumping on to some very aggressive weight loss program. I would go a more balanced, subtle approach. Like even like most of the stuff that I have, the chicks that are in my keep it off academy doing like there's really nothing super aggressive happening there, whether they are feeling stressed out or not. Some of them, after we've been working together for a while, they do want to get a little more more aggressive with things. Um, They're just ready to kind of like level things up like that. And so we really start focusing in on these things and paying attention and making sure that we're not going too far. But it's not to say if you do feel stressed out and all of this, that you shouldn't pay attention to your health and you shouldn't take some interventions. You totally should. You can lose weight in a way where you're not taxing your body. And it's not super stressful. The reason I point these three S's out to you guys isn't to say, well, if you have any of these going on, you shouldn't lose weight. It's to say, if you have some of these going on, do it in a more balanced out loving way to your body. If that makes sense, like a more of a gentle weight loss approach, which honestly is what works better anyways, but we all have it in our minds that like go big or go home. Right? That's how I've always been. Like, I'm either going to do something 100% and it's going to be crazy or I'm not going to do it at all. And that's actually not the best approach when it comes to trying to change anything about our health, including our weight. Um, Small, subtle changes will actually usually yield better results. It's just getting over that idea of having to be super, super aggressive. But if you love your aggressive workouts and you love your wild diets and you love doing your intermittent fasting and you love all of these things, as I do in different phases, then you must, must, must be paying attention to your three S's because they'll give you clues about when you need to push and pull back. Does that make sense? How's this one sitting with you guys? By the way, I don't ever say this, but if you guys are liking the podcast, make sure that you share it like it, leave a review, whatever all those things are that people with podcasts ask you to do. Um, and that will help me kind of get the word out about the podcast and be able to keep this going. And we have a lot of amazing guests coming up in the next few weeks. Um, some pretty big names in the women's health space. So make sure that you're plugged in over the next couple of weeks. You guys are not going to be disappointed. Um, the next guest that we're going to have on this podcast is going to blow your mind. So I can't wait to bring that to you guys. And as always, if you have any questions or anything you want to add to the conversation, hit me up on Facebook, pop into the simplified fat loss group, whatever way you want to contact me. I would love to hear from you. And I hope that you all have an awesome rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in. It is my mission to give women back the confidence that they need to show up bigger in their lives. Right now, the world more than ever needs women who are on fire and living their purpose. If you want to join me in this mission, there's a few things you can do. One, you can share this podcast with the women in your circle. Two, you can join me in my Facebook group, Simplified Fat Loss. Or you can subscribe to my newsletter at NikkiOday.com.